Correction, correction, correction. I beg your pardon, Francois. I'm thinking of the boxer now in my head. I beg your pardon. That's no excuse, of course. Mr. Francois Britz, independent yes. political analyst and debate coach. Your thoughts then? Many things to talk about. Choose one and go to town. Uh, I want to start off with probably what's on everybody's, you know, the top of everyone's tongues. Um, incredibly tough time as a citizen, but really good time as a political commentator and analyst. Uh, the former president, of course, not pitching up to the uh, Commission of Inquiry this morning. And the supposed excuse for that is that there are some irregularities in the charge sheet um, and in the order for him to attend. I think the one issue is that for any call to a commission to occur, it must have gone through all of the constitutional court procedures. Um, and they also have to, have to make sure that all of the protocol necessary have been complied with. So it's highly unlikely that this is a legitimate defense, uh, probably uh, a delaying tactic to try and further um, make sure that there is no accountability in the process. Uh, but also, I think he's already been allowed to not answer some questions based on the right against self-incrimination. So it's unlikely that uh, they're going to force him to answer every single question that is posed to him um, at the commission. Then I think the other thing that was quite big news uh, was the statements made by Minister Angel Mushecha this morning mm. Um, mm. about whether or not, uh, you know, in fact, she said educated men uh, don't rape. Now, this is, I think, just from right off the bat, I'd like to say that, of course, educated men rape. Um, I think there is no person that is immune to inexcusable behavior. But this is a classic false equivalency. Um, sometimes people say, because you have a certain quality, i.e. education, it necessarily means that you can't partake in other acts. For example, in the past, we falsely believed that uh, if you're educated, then you don't steal, or if you're religious, you don't sin, etc., etc. Now, it is evident that educated men do, in fact, rape. Uh, just uh, in the last uh, few years with the hashtag MeToo movement, Many powerful men from very prestigious backgrounds were found guilty of sexual assault. And it doesn't matter how much education you do, in fact, um, you know, pin a man to. It doesn't change the behavior of a certain individual. Now, the issue isn't education um, or the education of a man, but the fact that there is a massive in accountability gap uh, amongst men in general. So men don't hold men accountable. Uh, and the justice system, in fact, fails miserably to take the uh, to take the complaints of women um, and other minorities seriously. Um, so, I don't even the clarification that she gave to the statement saying that education will solve the issue um, is non-specific to all of the campaigns run by the education department in the last few years uh, that haven't worked. Um, because they're not addressing the core issue around the power that exists within intimate partner relationships. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm not at all justified. I'm trying to think perhaps what was 
in the minister's head when she made that remark. This, and, and, and it could potentially even be misinterpreted as I am trying to now almost think in a different way. Please, yeah. listeners, just hear me out on this one. Yeah. Of course, whatever she said is what she said, and she must mm-hmm. be taken to task for whatever it is that she said. I'm just trying to think what it was that was, was in her head when she said that. Mm-hmm. Could it possibly be, possibly, at best possibly, be a case of when you think, for instance, me, I could almost hear typically somebody say this in an African language without mm. it courting the kind of attention or vilification that the same statement in English would have courted. I'm not justifying what she said. For instance, and I'm going to say this in this yeah. and then I'm just going to relay it back to you in English. Yeah. In other words, you can't be doing all these things that are progressive in society and then mm. do something which is antithetical to what mm. would be seen as progress. In other words, an mm. educated man won't rape. In other words, you can't be in the space of education, supposedly being in an environment of progress, and yeah. then do what is antithetical to that. Could it then have been a classic case of somebody who's thinking something in one's ma- native tongue and then directly translating it and then coming out the way that it did, thus causing the sort of mischief? Mm. I'm being speculative. I'm yeah. playing devil's advocate. Yeah. Could that not be the case? Well, um, also just for clarification to the listeners, afterwards um, there were several journalists who were also interviewing Minister Mocheka and as you were giving out these remarks and trying to justify them on the spot, um, whether or not education does in fact have an influence on someone's um, sexual act. Um, She asked, do educated men do this? Um, They said yes. She seemed unsure about their reply. She, She then further asked whether or not educated men are less likely or more likely to do this. Uh, And they said yes again, to which her response was also seemed to be quite confounded by whether or not um, they had actually understood what she said. Um, So if it had been taken out of context by anyone at the press conference, that being all the several journalists on the spot, um, that would be unfortunate. At the same time, the words from any person in such a high position, especially the minister, carries a lot of weight, and it does send uh, a certain message about what we could, like how they do in fact draft ideas, where their ideas are geared to be surrounding the education of men. The sentiment is good. Of course, education is always a good thing to pursue, to try and combat gender-based violence. The question is not is not whether education is is good or effective, but whether or not men of a certain quality still have the ability to commit a crime. Yeah, I I, I don't suppose she can get off these remarks slightly, more especially when, as a nation, we are grappling with this pandemic. In fact, the president spent some time in his State of the Nation address talking to issues of gender-based violence not so long ago. In fact, Dr. Judith Lamnini has Mm. now assumed chairpersonship of the Gender-Based Fund in the context, ultimately, of fighting. Of the many things 
these attitudes that come out. My grandmother always used to tell me that when the tongue mm. slips, it tells the truth. And this mm-hmm. could be the expression of an underlying sentiment that an individual mm. genuinely believes what is unfortunate, that individual holds a high public position and it came out in a similarly public way and now the nation has to deal with this, more especially when these sentiments are expressed in the company and addressed to children. Let's move on from that. I'm sure the callers yeah. will have something to say in relation to that. Definitely. Paya application brought by the DA for the purposes yeah. of understanding the ANC's cater deployment strategy. Now, the question is invariably, ANC, political, internal process, Mm. or a state function, because ultimately whoever is this ANC cadre, he or she is deployed in what ultimately amounts to being a public position. Thoughts on that? Uh, that's always been the difficulty and the nuanced things we sh- are, you know, struggle to understand about the separation between government and political party. Uh, so when we elect the ANC president, people have said, you know, we also elect the country's president. Um, now, I think the the issue is perhaps um, the protection of uh, and access to information act is being used as a potential shield um, in various ways, either to try and obtain this information or try and protect certain underground or illicit activities. The the problem is if um, this is highly politicized, it may come out as not a legitimate investigation, um, but perhaps just one that is politically motivated and thus rubbish to not being relevant at all. Um, I think that uh, the DA probably needs to be quite careful about the way it spins this. Um, There's obviously a lot of internal struggles in the ANC factionalism at the moment, and um, they will be quite defensive about losing any uh, further power or vulnerabilities, um, especially in the media um, and potential stories which they could rubbish. Uh, I think that um, just the, the way that it is presented at the moment should be a legitimate investigation rather than one that is purely for political motives. How that is done is obviously up to the leadership. Your thoughts on that and more, please, after the break. 2020, Mr. Francois Britz, independent political analyst and professional debate coach, talking about debate coach, I beg your pardon. So far, we've talked about Zuma and Zondo. We've spoken about Angie Motsecha. Now, very briefly, the DA's request in terms of a PIA application to understand the ANC's cater deployment strategy going so far as asking for the minutes of the ANC. Fat chance they're getting that. But nonetheless, after the break, we do take calls. KGM is already on, so immediately after the break, KGM will have 90 seconds to have his say, as you do too at home have a chance. Only if you call Johannesburg 714-2006. After the break, we continue. SAFM, leading the conversation. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. On SAFM. KGM. KGM. Good evening, Songezo. Uh, good evening to your guest and to the listeners. Um, education is, is a, a hot potato in South Africa. I think we are being hypocritical. There, there's been malice that comes through education. There's a, the indoc- in fact, our type of education is the indoctrinated one. The, the minister 
is is for, from my perspective can't be blamed. She was brought up with that mentality that whatever comes with education uh, is good, regardless of the, the the ignorance that comes and goes with so much of the bad that the the, the current educational system brings. Now we we can scream, yell, and shout about whether we call it a slip of a tongue or whatever. Behind that slip of a tongue is the the reality and the truth that education does to us us as a people and a society. Putting short, when hypocrites who are making a lot of noise come and say the minister pointing fingers, people who claim to be in the educational space, they are forgetting that when it suits them, they point fingers about education. But holistically, we've got a rotten system, educational system in this country. So, thanks for taking my call. Thank you for calling, KJ. I missed you, man. Do this more often. Next caller, please. Who is it? Colin in Cape Town. Colin. Indeed, Colin. Go for it. Sengeza, I cannot agree with you so much. Do you know, my grandmother also used to say, if you, the slip of a tongue, you're telling lies. And when you start stuttering, it's even worse. <laughs> because you, you haven't got answers to what the question is. So, what I'm trying to say to you, in 30 seconds, I 100% agree with you. When a person goes into, uh, you take Jacob Zuma when he was uh, the first time in the commission. He, he didn't know what to say. He didn't know how to answer. He, he actually started uh, slip of a tongue. I don't know. I don't know. So it's all. I'm just agreeing with you. Thank you, Colin. And what your grandmother said to you, my grandmother and my mother also said to said to me. Perhaps you and I share grandmother. You, if Colin. I ask you a question, you must be able to answer straight away. Then the truth comes out. But when you stutter and stutter, that means you're telling lies. Thank you, Sengezo. Thank you so much, Colin. Colin and I, now that you know, we share a grandmother. Thank you so much for that. And Dr. Willie in Christiana, good evening. Thank you, thank you, Sengezo. Look, Sengezo, my take on Minister's education this morning was that she was just emphasizing the point of one being educated to say educated education is needed amongst you use the same people whom she was addressing but she's not had enough time just to 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 budge further to emphasize that to say remember all these these unpredictable uh, uh, activities such as rapes it's because of lack of lack of education amongst the society that's my point. And then secondly, okay, maybe the lady could be called at some stage to come in and, and, and explain actually uh, her, 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 what she meant, actually. But this is our take. Secondly, uh, so yes, um, I heard this morning or yesterday uh, 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 the, the NEC, I don't know, conference or meeting uh, when they were emphasize the point of the one who is found to have maybe been involved in state capture or misconduct should step aside. So the point was that, okay, now they want to implement 
that particular exercise. But seemingly that point has been there from from when the conference... Let's move on. 90 seconds is up. Anonymous in KZN, good evening. Thanks, Ndata, Willie and Christiana. Let's go, Anonymous. Good evening to you, Songezo. Hello. Yes, indeed. Uh, good evening to you and your guest as well, evening, and uh, to all those who listen. Uh, I just want to say, you know, my sister, Angie Maseka, just went um, o- offline a little bit. I'll tell you why. She, I don't think she keeps up with the news. Uh, to know how many principals and teachers have raped students. You know, when she stated that, she could have changed the version. I don't know if they write their stories down before they come on air and before they say what they need to say and let people correct it whether it's right or wrong or just blurt it out. People in authority with years of experience should not behave in that format because you should use a better word by saying, you know what, by by you having education, every one of you having education will make you a better person. Not saying that oh, uh, people who are educated don't rape, because educated people have been raping. You know, that she needs to understand. Indeed. You know, you, 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 have, you have to use the right English, you, especially when you've got experience. You've many years in that uh, particular um, uh, uh, field. So you should know how to uh, handle situations better because you have the experience. So you can't be making mistakes. And if you're making mistakes, write it down and let someone correct it in your family. Mm. Maybe your children, your son, your daughter, somebody, and correct it before you go on air and say something that sounds ridiculous. Certainly. Thank you so much. Thank you. Much appreciated. Anonymous in KZN. Some fireworks coming through. Mike, good evening. Mike in in Newlands. Yeah, hi. Thank you so much. Yeah, fireworks indeed. Yeah, no, I, I can't, I can't support the minister. I think that what she said uh, was unacceptable, and I think also it reflects on the fact that the ANC doesn't really take the subject seriously. Um, I can't think of their names right now because I'm under pressure. But you know, if you look back on um, the amount of people uh, that have been involved in sexual crimes in the ANC that remain in Parliament to this day. Um, I just think uh, Manana springs to mind. Oh, Zuma. Oh, of course, Zuma springs. Pule Mabe springs to mind. Um, the, the, these guys have all been involved in sexual crimes, yet they are not dismissed from the ANC. My feeling is that the ANC, in fact, if you step back and look at it, does not take these crimes seriously. Our minister is quite happy to sit in Parliament with people like Zuma that have been involved in crimes of a sexual nature or uh, of some sort of sort or other. And, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't make sense to me. So I think this is all a bit of a game, a bit of a sham. And I think the ANC needs to actually prove itself and say, you know what, we're going to dismiss. Oh, and another, another, Panyaza Lusufi, his spokesman was involved in, or it had a, a Twitter site, or tw- uh, is that a Twitter site? Yeah, mm. we had naked women, half-naked women, uh, promoting reading. Now, what on earth is he doing uh, and why is he still in the ANC? Because I tell you why, nobody in the ANC takes this seriously. And this is just another little sham that will be forgotten Five, in two days. Four, Thanks, three, sir. Just thank you two, very much. One. Thank you. Thank you. You took me to a certain Mbulelo Goniwe, ANC chef weapon until sometime in 2006 in the context of what you've said, Mike. Those who know, they know. Let's take one more. Aline Mafikeng. Good evening, my brother. Good evening, sir. Evening to your listeners. Well, well done. I understand you're a first-time caller, so this is what we do for you. <laughs> and for good measure, we'll give you an extra 15 seconds after the bell. Go for it. Okay, my brother. 
Thank you. I just want some clarity from your, uh, your political analyst there. Yes. I want to understand the question of justice, that why all other suspects are awaiting trial in jail and other suspects are awaiting trial in the parliament and in legislatures, provincial legislatures. What is the what is the NPA in the justice system? How do they operate? That some suspects are behind bars awaiting trial, others are outside, and then they they are suspects. They are all suspects. These people they are not convicted, but some are in parliament and legislatures. Some are behind bars. Fantastic. No, we'll certainly put that out to Mr. Oh. Francois Britz, who is an independent political analyst and professional debate coach. Thank you so much and welcome to the show. And may you long be a friend of the show, Ali in Mafeking. Um, Francois, quick question. And this is yep. Nomayela, or a point from Nomayela, who has oh. just tweeted after my devil's advocate proposition to you in relation to what the minister might have been saying. And I think this better encapsulates my sentiment in relation to yep. that. After the mountain, when boys come home, in other words, from initiation school, elders will say, in other words, a man does not steal, a man does not drape. But it doesn't on its own mean amadoda, men that is, don't do these things. But you young people shouldn't be part of such bad people in the society. Be the example. Now, Unomayela says it better. He's saying, in other words, when you empower somebody, when you give somebody counsel as an elder to a younger, you will say things in encouraging them not to do certain things. And I suppose that example then, in the context of this tweet that has come through, in the context of what I was saying possibly might have been the thinking of the minister, is ultimately what the message was about or certainly where it was coming from. It yeah. might just have then been lost in translation. Your thoughts on that and everything else that the callers have said? Yeah, I mean, it's to give the minister a bit of leeway on that. But like I said, we're not disputing whether or not education or good sentiments could be true on their own. What we're disputing is historically have um, men, in fact, then stolen and still being considered men, um, even in their own respective cultures, even in my own. Uh, Men might have done indecent things and still being regarded quite highly in their own social hierarchy. So it, it's, I don't think it is about whether or not the sentiment isn't, is bad. I don't think anyone would dispute that education is bad, but is it so oversimplistic that it doesn't necessarily consider the nuances that exist in South Africa today? Uh, I want to answer Ali's question uh, before moving on to everything else, uh, whether or not what happens to suspects who are awaiting trial, some of them are inside, some are outside. Um, of course, the suspects that are still in jail or waiting trial um, probably were couldn't afford bail or were denied bail. Um, if they were denied bail, it means that they have to be in prison or in jail until the trial occurs and the sentence has been handed down. Or in cases where a person has been given bail um, and they paid that bail, they are allowed to be outside with certain conditions like uh, reporting to your local police officer. The issue is, uh, if, it's an, uh, if this question has a little bit of you know, an implication on Mr. Zuma, of course, he hasn't been arrested. There's no charge yet. Um, that I mean, the charge only today 
that the commission hand over requests for Mr. Zuma to be, of course, um, charged with this and then, of course, taken to jail. But then a lot of that would mean, does he get bail or not get bail? There's a lot of questions that still need to be asked. I think the, the issues from everyone else um, is quite relatively related to ed- education and the, you know, the sentiments from Minister Mocheka. Uh, of course, it does mean that uh, there is a problem, I would say, in government in general. In the past, there have been ed- like examples of people who have committed acts of, I would say, sexual indecency, and they haven't been brought to book. Uh, we can remember a few years ago, the protesters at um, a speech that President Zuma had made um, raising placards uh, that said, hashtag remember Kwezi. Um, and a lot of people, because Kwezi had subsequently lived an incredibly tough life and when, was in fact exiled from the country um, indirectly, would point out that the power the politicians have um, and their power also to get away with things relative to other people who commit certain acts means that uh, it's, off, it's often going to be the case that we don't believe justice has been served. Um, and that's why we're so sensitive about the type of language that even government ministers use. Of course, it can be misconstrued and people can make mistakes. But if any of the readers or of the listeners, sorry, had to watch the interview um, and the press conference and see the questions that were posed to Minister Mocheha and the way she responded to them, this was a genuine belief held through policy and that this education works, but it glances over the social realities that we can educate people as much as we'd like if we don't change the social imbalance that exists between men and women in South Africa today. It's unlikely that we're going to change our position on the rape epidemic that currently exists. And that social change requires more than just education. It also requires economic empowerment. Certainly. Let's leave it there, Mr. Francois Brits. Thank you so much. You are a friend of the show. It's only a matter of time before you are back to offer your thoughts. So far for these that you've offered this evening, certainly much appreciated. MM raises a critical point. I'd like you to have a laugh before you go there, Francois. Mm. Hi, Songezo. It is a Japanese Olympic official who had to resign after saying women talk too much. Maybe ANC needs to con- reconsider if the basic education minister should step down. How sure. about that for a high ethic? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely an end. Sure. <laughs> Let's leave it there, Mr. Yeah. Yoshiro Mori, former prime minister of the state of Japan and soon to be the ex-chief of the Japanese Olympic Committee will resign or has resigned for remarks he made at a meeting saying women talk too much. After the break, let's have a conversation on Social Justice Month. Mr. Rui Lopez, MD at Lopez Attorneys, after this.